Welcome to Two Brothers and Another. Just a reminder that this episode is recorded on the internet and may result in some technical difficulties. Other than that, thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome in everyone to the Two Brothers and Another podcast. I'm Dan. Today I'm joined by a couple recurring guests here. We have Nick P and Anthony G. Welcome guys. Thank you for having me back. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, So just a heads up to our listeners, we are going to talk football today. And what we're going to do moving forward is we are going to title our football podcast shows or episodes with the title Two Ballers and Another, because sometimes it might not, uh, you know, it might just be one of us, might not have me or might not have my brother, Nick, Um, but it will be three or four of us talking about football. So we'll title those episodes Two Ballers and Another. And then our usual pop culture uh, episodes will be more of the two brothers and another. So still under the same tag, but uh, they'll have two different titles and you kind of will have an idea of what we're talking about in each. So just want to let our listeners know about that. Today we are uh, planning to discuss a couple things. Uh, we have our two resident Eagles fans here and uh, Nick and Anthony. And um, we thought we could start off right off the bat because last week, we had the big trade announcement of Carson Wentz being traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, so I thought I'd just open it up to you guys. Thoughts as Eagles fans. And you want to go first? Oh, or? boy. Um, well, for Carson Wentz, we'll, we'll start there real quick. For him, great, great thing for him. Phillip Rivers retired, spot opened up. He has, you know, what was it? Frank Reich was his uh, quarterback coach in uh, Philly. Right back at home with him. Um, They have a fantastic run game. Great defense, as we saw last year. The receiving core is kind of getting there. But, I mean, for for Carson Wentz as a whole with the Indianapolis Colts, for him. Now, in the Game of Thrones episode, um, it was like one of the last episodes where basically, um, uh, what was was the town called? King's Landing was completely burned to ashes. That's basically the Philadelphia Eagles currently. Um, <laughs> Great analogy. More, more, more or less, that's kind of where they're at right now. Uh, the way that there were certain things that I am, you know, I'm, I'm not a GM or anything. Uh, I probably could have made better GM moves than what the Eagles did with Carson Wentz, but they decided, you know, let's let's overpay a guy who has never won a playoff game because he's either been hurt or, you know, whatever, $144 million or whatever it was, you know, let's give him this big, big contract, you know? And uh, that obviously didn't pan out. Uh, there's certain things that they could have done with that money. The whole Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz debate. I have this with a couple of my other buddies who are Eagles fans. They're like, Oh, Wentz was a much better decision, much better, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Probably is the younger of the two, you know, more athletic, but you know, those injuries catch up to you. But, but the big thing is Nick Foles was around a 30 to $40 million quarterback, right? All that other money could have gone to the depleted offensive line, the very depleted secondary every year that is constantly in shambles. Um, you know, maybe we could have gone out and gotten a wide receiver and maybe not screwed the draft up so much. Um, that money could have been used for other pieces. However, it was spent on one person. So then you get basically what happened to the team this year and what is 
basically the regression of Wentz. I mean, he went from being pretty good to this year. Just, uh, it was just God awful. Um, obviously pieces around him, you know, plays a big difference coaching players, whatnot. But again, you don't give him that massive contract. You have money to go out and get better pieces. So I don't know. That's where I'll stamp that one for now. Yeah. It's uh it was a big trade. I mean, a lot of us, I think, felt something was going to happen. Um, you know, that, that Wentz was going to be moved in some form. Uh, I think a lot of us predicted the Colts in some way. Like, it was, it was going to work. We just didn't know that what the compensation would be. Uh, yeah, Nick's giving his thumbs up because I think he had that prediction. Nick, do you want to talk? You want to? Anthony did his rant, <laughs> you know, his like thing on it. You want to go next? Yeah. I mean, I'm mostly going to piggyback of, off of Ant for a little bit for most part. I do also want to shamelessly plug myself. The last time I was on your precious podcast, I did correctly say Carson Wentz will be going to the Colts before the draft and we won't get a first round pick. So I was right. Um, Although there's a conditional thing in there that he could, it could yeah, turn to a first, yeah, but whatever. we'll talk about that in a this bit. year. So that's what matters. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's what matters. Um, <laughs> Technicality. But, what I will say, going off of Ant's point, great trade for the Colts. They clearly won this trade. Great move for Wentz. He doesn't even have to be what he was with Reich. He has to be what he was in 2019. Even then, he has to be the second half of 2019. He does that. Yeah. It, they, they pretty much were what? a game away from winning the division anyway. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Year. So, and a 2019 Carson Wentz is better than a 2020 Phillip Rivers. Fair right? enough. Fair enough. I would say I would make that argument. And if you look at the Eagles now, <laughs> not much to look at. Um, <laughs> there's nothing. I, I don't know. My brother and I were talking last night. Do the Eagles trade down at number six? I mean, draft capital wise, you could, but even with moving wins, we're not going to free up any cap till 2022. So it's like, it makes sense to do it unless the price is right. Like, yeah, fine. But at that point, just draft somebody, you know, mm -hmm. we're not going to be able to get any real free agents. We have no money. Yeah. Well, speaking of the cap really quick, I was point out. So, so the, the, the dead cap hit is 33.8 million. $33.8 million on, especially on a year where the cap, the cap has dropped. So it's at like 180, you know, and so. that doesn't even include the $10 million roster bonus he's due next month. Yeah. Colts are paying for that. That $33 million is literally just his 2021 salary. Yeah. You know what's funny too yeah. is that contract included a over, yeah, like a sixteen million signing bonus as well. Like all all this money is just you know, money that just literally literally could have gone to so many places, and it went to one person, and just that this now now this is going to be the problem for years to come. This is why I think like there's I really don't entirely agree with the whole Doug Peterson firing like I personally didn't like that like the Eagles since Andy Reid seemed to go through coaches like 
not as bad as the Browns, but you know, they seem to go through coaches lately now more than they should. Um, I, I think they should have stuck it out with them. I, I don't, I didn't really see a reason, especially if you're moving once that relationship was very fractured, obviously, because he benched him, started hurts and kind of did a little flip-flop here and there with Wentz and, you know, hurts. But I, I really don't think if you get rid of one, why would, why would you get rid of both when you got rid of the problem relationship and just mo- continue to move forward down a new path with a new quarterback, same coach who already knows everything. Now you bring in a whole new coach with a whole new staff with a brand new quarterback. So now they all got to learn this whole new system together. It just, it seems like more work than it kind of should be, you know? You know, it's funny. Um, the, uh, you know, speaking of like the situation, so there's the funny thing is that there are there's the statue of like Nick Foles and like Doug Peterson, like outside the stadium. And I just find that so funny. Like Nick Foles, I kind of get it. Like no one ever really expected him to all be around for the long haul. He just had that like great run there. Um, but like Peterson was thought to be like the uh, now like the best coach that you guys have ever had and then gone, you know, so it's just like well now they probably you know look like egg on their face there but that i i've heard in other shows i you know other podcasts i've listened to or watching nfl network and they've talked a lot about like like howie roseman right who is the gm like should he be kind of on, he should be on the hot hot seat i mean what do you guys think with this whole situation i mean he was there through chip kelly you know like you know what do you guys think on that part because i I kind of think he really should be like, if this, they don't have like a decent year this year with their new coach, like at least eight and eight, you know, then I think that's, that's not going to happen. I know. I know. There is absolutely no chance that the Eagles make the playoffs this year. There's I'm telling you right now, I, for all of you uh, viewers and listeners listening in at home, hope you're staying safe with COVID and everything. I'm willing to bet any of you (laughs) right now, I will bet you $100 right now, literally today, that the Eagles don't even have five wins. Facts, picks. Yeah. I mean, especially with injuries. Because every year there's injuries with the Eagles. That's They're notorious. And and I'll even double up right now. The Eagles are going to have the number one overall pick in 2022. Ooh. Calling it right now. We are going to suck. Well, if you, I will say, if you guys end up, obviously, if this year goes badly, it obviously, if you, you're getting a quarterback the next year, like that's just going to be the scenario because, you know, you have to. Who even is going to come out? Yeah, I don't know. know. And plus, like, excuse me, pardon me. I, I hate to keep going off for no reason, but if you look at the quarterback market, the situation, the turnover, and all that stuff. This year is like the year to find your peace. Next year comes around. I just, I don't see it. Like, I mean, Jalen Hurts, I think he's talented. I think he's athletic. I think he's humble. Transferring to Oklahoma was the best thing he could have done for himself. Mm-hmm. But because we're going to suck this year, he's not going to be looked at as the long-term guy either. And to Ant's point, new coach new offensive coordinator, new system. We already suck and we have no money. So it's just, it's a whole lot of bad for this year. We weather this storm right now, 2022, we back. I promise you. No, 
Yeah. I mean, it it didn't really help uh, with Jim Schwartz retiring either or taking a leave of absence or whatever it it is. I had heard that that was, that came into play with the whole Doug Peterson situation. Cause I guess the issue was Doug Peterson wanted to promote like one of their guys to DC to the defensive coordinator position. Um, And like, I guess the, the conflict came between that, like the whole, obviously Carson Wentz and Jalen hurts thing, but also that idea, because I guess, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, wanted to like bring in a like someone or something like that. He wanted to bring more staff in, and I think uh, Peterson wanted more of the be like in control of the staff. And there was the conflict there that kind of led to that that uh you know relationship ending. Um, so I you know I I think yeah it's hard right now as a you know I'm a Giants fan and I, I mean listen I'm happy to see the Eagles suck. Um, it's but I and I agree right now it's hard to see them doing well. Um, but you still have a good D line, you know, that could, you know, like that if front four that could probably get after the quarterback a little bit on defense. So your deep defense might make a few plays here and there. It's gonna yeah. really come down to her. I, I just don't I don't think Hertz is the guy. I don't really believe in Hertz and I um and so I, I think you guys might be really struggling this year with that but i don't what do you have a receiver too Ray, jalen rager and what travis fulgham <laughs> like you know that's oh, it don't forget Al, alshon is still somehow there um deshaun oh, jackson is oh he's gone At, they well they said they're going to release him it was announced today him and deshaun ah uh, yeah i didn't see that yeah deshaun is yeah. i mean he was great while he was there but then you know he got older got hurt barely played yeah, yeah. alshon released, the, they definitely the released super bowl is barely yeah. played um, I mean, so that was already, you know, kind of hurting there. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's it's all just kind of depleted of that part. The the only issue too with like, I mean, the the front four, is, you know, they're they're pretty good, but like, you know, they're not getting any younger. Those guys have been around for some years now, so the question is like, is age going to start catching up with them? You know, father time is that going to start catching up with them? Are they going to get hurt? Everybody seems it always there always is like. You know, with some teams, there's like those one, two, like real highlight injuries. There's the freak year last year that the 49ers had where like half their defense was just hurt. <laughs> but like, it seems like for years now, the Eagles are constantly having just like these bad luck injuries. And there's really affecting the team as a whole, like, except the year we won the Super Bowl. Somehow that magically panned out. I still can't believe that. But, mm-hmm. uh, Glad it happened. Might be the only Super Bowl I see in my lifetime. The Eagles win, but you know, I'm glad glad I was a part of it to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I've looked out and seen two Giants Super Bowls. Uh been happy about that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it's this is gonna be a weird year already with the cap situation. I think that the smart move for a lot of teams, cap wise, is gonna be put your money on offense and draft defense. I think that's honestly the way you got to do it. Um, get, get your, you know, get the players you need so that your offense can be high powered and score points and then fill the holes on defense as best you can and play like, you know, Ben don't break, you know, that's kind of how it, I think it's going to become, but, um, but I want to, I want to look at this trade from the other side, Philly. I mean, uh, Indy side, Indianapolis side of this. Um, so the whole thing was right that the trade is 
So the, the, the Eagles trade Wentz to the Colts for a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 second round pick, but it's a conditional second round pick, meaning that, and I guess here's the parameters. If Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps in 2021, that pick becomes a first round pick in 2022. But if he only plays or if he plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, it still becomes a first round pick. So it's possible that the Eagles get a first rounder out of this. I mean, I think that there may, if Indy's making this move, it's definitely going to, um, you know, they're really hoping they're going to try to start him for the year. Um, But uh, you know, I, I just wanted to take a look at that. What do you guys think about it from Indy's point of view? They won the trade no matter what. I mean, one first round pick, if it's a first round pick. I mean, okay, fine. And it's not, again, this is not up front. The only thing they're taking on up front, they're not even taking on the money up front for the most part. They're only doing the signing bonus. So you're practically getting a quarterback for free. And if you think about it, they just paid Phillip Rivers $25 million. They're only paying Carson Wentz 10, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah, it was 25 for one year or two. Right. So up front, you saved money. You gave him a mid-round pick for a guy who was drafted number two overall with a massive contract. And you're already a playoff team. So the Colts went out. I mean, yeah, the Colts could get a first-round pick. Yippee! You know, but I'm – this is a great trade for them makes them not just AFC South. You know, the only real competition they have is the Titans and they beat them once last year with old ass Phillip rivers. So, and I don't see the Titans getting any better. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't see them uh, necessarily. I, I, their offense seems like it could, you know, play but their defense was bad and i don't know that they're going to improve it that much oh here come the squeaks again i think uh one second i gotta take the toy away but if you guys what i'll be right back but uh yeah i mean so let's kind of transition that into what do we think indianapolis needs to do to really make i mean to make themselves a contender like are there any other moves they need to make in your opinion uh i mean their their run game is I mean, really stout from what we saw last year. Marlon Mack going down, he went down fairly early in the year too. It was like week one, two, or three, somewhere around there. Um, And then to have their run game kind of pick up where it was and just absolutely take off was pretty crazy, especially for, you know, Phillip Rivers being older and those weird sidearm pass things that he does to get it down the field. And, you know, he's not what he was, you know, years ago. So I think that run game and the defense really picked up where they, you know, kind of didn't have everything there and just went. Um, Now with Carson Wentz, looking at how he was from the Eagles going to the Colts, you know, run game there in Philly was here and there. Um, When it was good, it was good. When it was bad, it was bad. But now he's going to have a great run game. So you don't always have to rely on his throwing abilities, which obviously this past year was severely in question. Um, the Colts receiving core, I think they really need like a number one wide receiver, uh, T Y Hilton, who I know was 
is their number one wide receiver. His injury woes have been, you know, kind of keeping him in question. Um, Pittman, I mean, he kind of came on mid later in the year as a pretty good rookie, uh, rookie wide receiver. Um, their tight end play isn't bad. Um, but I really think if they're going to go in any one direction, because their offensive line is probably the best offensive yeah. line in the NFL. It's yeah, definitely um, up there. If they're going to go in any one direction, I would pr- probably go get some more receivers. I agree. One quick thing I did read was that Michael Pittman had uh, had a conversation with Wentz about the number 11. And uh, he basically said, I'm not get." he's like, I'm not giving up the number. So Wentz is going oh, to be yeah, wearing, I saw that. Wentz is going to be wearing a different number in Indy, not number 11, which may be good for that whole, like, let's just like new, new place, like, you know, change of scenery kind of thing. Like, um, but, uh, but yeah, I agree. They really need a, like a, some kind of receiver, whether that's in the draft or the, you know, that, although I think even they, they've drafted, I think they drafted Pittman last year, I think. Right. Um, so either, and they don't have a very high, they don't have a high pick. So I think they should mm-hmm. just try to go put their money in a receiver, um, go, you know, and, and just get somebody like, a, you know, like a Kenny Galladay or something like some kind of like, you know, reliable guy. Perfect person. Who right now? Who they should go after? Who's that? Chris Godwin. Oh. He'd be a reliable guy, definitely. Yeah. You go get him. somebody. Yeah, yeah, I don't see Tampa though letting him go. I see Andor Marvin Jones. Yeah, I mean Marvin Jones would be at least a big play guy, but I think I, the He's I think Godwin, I think God, I think they're gonna franchise tag him. Uh, Godwin, so. Because I, I just don't see Tampa wanting to let him go, but depends on who's running the show. If Tom Brady's running the show, I don't know what the Godwin Godwin situation is going to be. You know, like it, I think it uh, Bruce Arians loves him, but uh, you know, if it's you know, next thing you know, Julian Edelman's going to end up in Tampa because uh, you know his contract's going to be up and Brady's going to go down there. Peterson wants to go there. Of course he does. Yeah, and he yeah. wants to play until he's forty. Yeah, that no, not not that I'm not surprised about, but um, I don't. Yeah, I, you know what? They, they, I would say that Tampa is probably gonna draft a running back or something, you know, this year because they seem to like really be high on Ronald Jones and then completely throw him away. And then they then Leonard Fournette did a couple things, but he's not really that. Leonard Fournette's more of that now, like that number two guy. So like they don't really have unless you know they might draft a running back to be like their bell cow kind of guy moving forward. But, but Bruce Arian seems like the kind of coach who knows it, it isn't worth trying to get like this premier back. It's not worth it. You know, he puts the ball down the field. His, his money's got to go into receivers and the tight ends. So. Yeah. There's somebody else who might be out there this year, which I don't know if he'll go. I, I don't really know what's going to happen with him, but Julio Jones is a name that, you know, is out there at least as potentially mm-hmm. being, you know, a free yeah. agent or whatever it is. Um, I don't know if he'll land in Indy. Um, it kind of seems like a long shot destination, but I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. Well, it'd be funny if Julio Jones ended up in Indy and he won number 11, I'm pretty sure Michael Pittman would give him number 11. <laughs> well, but and that's the thing of it too. Like, you know, <laughs> What, like I, I like Wentz, you know, mm-hmm. as as a person, as a quarterback. Like you know, I, I enjoyed watching him and getting pissed at him for years. <laughs> but uh, 
he's not Tom Brady. Right. Like, you know, Tom Brady walks in the building. It's like, hey, you know, it's like an unspoken thing. Like, he should just get number 12. Like, that's it, who he is. I mean, he just proved it yet again. As much as I've hated Tom Brady in the past, I mean, there's almost nothing I can say anymore. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, if you really want that number, I feel you have to go out there and, like, you have to earn that number, you know? It's not something that should just be kind of handed to you. Yeah. Um, any uh, any uh, any big free agent moves you think are going to happen? To Philly or just in general? In general. You could talk, start with Philly if you want. Maybe maybe any is there a is there a wish list? <laughs> yeah, say, is there a wish list for Philly? Any specific players you want to bring that they dudes you know try to bring? Don't drop the ball. <laughs> um and dudes that block. That would be that'd be nice. So like basic, you know, principles of football, like fundamentals. Just do, just yeah. do your job. That's it. Um yeah, well, all right. So then broad, let's broaden it like what about in general any big free agent moves you think might happen? Any big cuts mm. we see happening? Well, I mean, the whole JJ Watt thing is still very much up in the air. Nobody mm. knows where he's going. He doesn't even know where he wants to go. Um, I don't think he'll no, choose there's... until he gets through till like training camp's over. He's like, I don't want to go through that shit. So I'll, he's probably gonna yeah. wait until training camp's over and then choose a team. So I mean, the speculation, you know, around the Steelers is big, obviously, because his brothers are there. Um, I know there was some reports about maybe the Browns. Um, I think some, a couple, um, like, sports figures or some some announcers came out and said something about uh, the Titans, which, I mean, they desperately need a pass rusher. They need anything on the defensive line. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. That, to me, is a very high-profile one. And you have like the whole Deshaun Watson case, which is a whole nother thing in and of itself. You have the Aaron Rodgers situation because he's obviously upset. You have Russell Wilson talking about how he's mad at his offensive line for not doing their job, yet he's over here extending plays and, you know, kind of putting himself more at risk. So I think like free agency as a whole, there's going to be some things that we could predict. Like the Carson Wentz thing, I think, at least in my mind, I saw either the Bears or um, Mm -hmm. the Colts as the two best options for him. But I think there's going to be some other things that, like, out of coming out of right field that we just don't see free agency wise, whether it be like a trade or just, you know, through free agency. What about uh, the idea of JJ Watt going to Indy? They, They could use, they could use another like solid guy on the D line and talk about like a, you know, maybe like a better leader to help Carson Wentz get on the right track. You know, I just thought of that. I was like, that'd be kind of an interesting, they have a lot of, I think they have a good amount of cap room available too. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Where I think he goes, speaking of JJ Watt specifically to me, I know for a fact he's, he's just getting his, he's trying to get a ring. That's all he cares about right now. Definitely. I don't think the Colts are Super Bowl ready, even with Carson Wentz. They'll definitely be better. They'll be a problem if Wentz is if Wentz is eighty five percent of what he was in twenty nineteen. They they'll be in the playoffs for sure, which means we get a first round pick. But um, I think Watt goes to Buffalo. They're one game away. They're yeah. one piece away. That team, literally, that same team 
plus JJ Watt. That's a Super Bowl team. I'm, yeah, I would I would agree that they're about one good pass rusher away from one. Yeah, so that's one a good. Away. No, that's I a didn't good even, one. And then I they draft a corner that. in the first round. Yeah, this year. That's it. That's all they need. Probably a corner yeah. slash safety dual type and what? Keep the offense exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You don't change a damn thing. Yeah. Well, that's Buffalo is a team that's like they have the pieces. They could they could make a you know serious push. Yeah. Um, I know I'm, Green Bay. I'm, I'm taking my ass up there. Yeah, well, I, I I mean it's cold, but you know I, I mean, they got a good. Though, so. He's from Wisconsin, so he knows. Yeah, so he, yeah, this should be too bad. Well, Nick, didn't you make like a uh, prediction that the Bills were going to be in the Super Bowl? I did, and I said that because they're going to get JJ Watt. So <laughs> I can't backtrack on my words yeah. now. No, hey, uh-huh. stick with it. Double down, double down. I uh, think the problem with JJ Watt is like there's so many places he would fit perfectly, like Buffalo. Uh, I could see him going to the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals could use a pretty pretty good pass rusher in JJ Watt. I mean, if he went to the Browns, Miles him and Miles Garrett, I mean, that'd be a nice tandem. Yeah. If he went to the Steelers to play with his brothers, that defense would be, look pretty nice. The offense, I, I don't know about that. Um, I mean, there's there's so many teams. Honestly, JJ Watt could go to almost any team in the NFL, and they would be yeah. like an instantly better defense with him. Honestly, like I yeah. I could you could put him in almost anywhere if he's healthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, if he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. You know where else? I mean, I don't know if this will definitely happen, but Miami. Hmm. Maybe I don't. Maybe. I doubt it. I don't think that's Watts' cup of tea. Uh, right. Well, yeah. The, if if Miami gets Watson, then hmm. maybe. Definitely. maybe. Yeah, because they might. They're already in contention. Like a lot yeah. of people would say, but I think if they're sticking on the Tua train, then he's gonna he doesn't want to waste his time. I just feel like they Miami would be giving up way too much to get Watson, so I doubt they'll get Watson or Watt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what? But um, yeah, Buffalo. I mean, San Francisco. They need to do something. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they get Dallas, Bosa they back healthy, you know, like. They'll Still. they'll be okay. Their defense, they like we say, got hit. It got hit with injuries, but it still hung in a couple. You know, there a little bit. So, uh, and their offense doesn't really need any like big time players. Who's Kyle Shanahan's like a now? genius. What's that? Who's their DC now? I don't know. Salah left. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who took or, his place. Or, or, Saleh, Salah, whatever. Salah, yeah. Salah, right? It's Robert Salah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll try to look it up quick, but uh, I should walk those the Jets. My brother would limp. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be nuts. That that'd be like the most Gnarly. insane thing that nobody would have seen coming. Like, because I know you'll get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> it, yeah, that'd be well. Because I know one of the things that he said like pretty openly is that like you know he wants to win a ring. You know who 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 what you know NFL player doesn't want to win a ring? Obviously. Yeah. Um, so he's probably going to lean towards the sides, you know, that best give the best chance for that. Um, I didn't even think about Buffalo, but yeah, Buffalo would be a really good pick. Um, yeah. I, it's it, honestly like, I, I'm just excited to see where he announces. Cause yeah. Yeah. There's just, he there's so it. many places. Yeah. I mean, he, he gave a lot to Houston and I mean, he's a phenomenal player. Oh yeah. Um, so like wherever he goes, that, 
team as a whole, not only the defense, but the team as a whole is going to be immediately impacted by that, especially if he's healthy. Yeah. I wanted to uh, follow up. So the, the new defensive coordinator, the 49ers, ready for this? D'Amico Ryans. I'm ready. You didn't hear me say it? Ooh. Oh, there you wow. go. <laughs> D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, D'Amico yeah. Ryans. Yep. Sorry, I think there was a lag there. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, yeah. So interesting. Uh, I think I don't. He didn't play in that kind of system, so I think there's going to be a bit of a change to the system there. A bit of a tweak, maybe. Yeah. So that I got be one more prediction for you too. Okay. We're on the topic, something that I can definitely see happening. Zach Ertz to New England. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him trying to do that. Yep. Zach Ertz to New England. Call yeah, they need now. they need a like tight end. They need to replace the Gronk kind of role. So yeah. New England needs a lot of things. They need they need a quarterback, New England. <laughs> I don't think they're bringing Cam back. Receivers, they need a tight end. They need you think they, they draft need... one or they uh sign one or trade for one? I th- they always well, this is the first year where they're not drafting so low. So where, where I, are they? What, what's their pick? I, um, I'll, I'll pull it up. Let's look it up. Yeah, I think they're they're in the teens. They're in the teens. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that uh, they need a big play. Thinkathon.com. Honestly, <laughs> um, honestly, they need to fill. Um, they need a good receiver before they get 15. their quarterback. They yeah. pick fifteen. Okay, yeah, they're right smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't think there's a they're going to get a quarterback at that pick. I think that they're and, – and you know what? They're notorious for trading back, the Patriots. So I would say they're probably just going to trade down and they'll end up getting some kind of receiver or something, um, some kind of playmaker. And then I think that, that if, if you fill all the other holes and all you got to do is you're a quarterback away, then, you know, like, you know, they could – I could see them going out and trying to grab like Andy Dalton for a year. He'll be – I think he might play better than Cam Newton as a, as a, as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, play better than him so you know who this draft is going to looking at this draft order actually this is the first time i think i've i've looked at it and this draft is going to be pretty favorable for a couple of teams on here jaguars are going to make out pretty good from this they got a couple first round picks from that whole jalen ramsey thing uh yeah. the jets are going to make out fairly well from it the dolphins are going to make out pretty good from it um so there's a there's a couple this is actually going to be a pretty interesting draft the one that i'm you know i i kind of pay attention here and there to the draft but like i think this one this year is one i might pay a little bit more attention to more just because it is it's looking pretty lucrative for a lot of teams so i also pulled up um the prospect rankings just like on a random website just to see the number 15 ranked prospect Overall, right now, where the Patriots would be picking is Trey Lance. Really, the quarterback, yeah. huh? Quarterback. Yep. But I, I agree. I don't. I don't know if they take a quarterback. I think they trade down as well. I think they got their eyes on Trask. I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, but I don't. You know. Trask should be a first round pick. I don't care what anyone says. He should be drafted by the Saints in the first round. If you're listening, New Orleans, <laughs> please draft Trask. For your own good. Yeah, that's going to be a whole other thing in New Orleans, what they're going to do, whether they're going to go after quarterback or not. 
Where is Trask? Where is Trask rank? Oh, Matt Jones is over him. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting because, I mean, a lot of us think Trevor Lawrence is going number one. Um, you know, but you never know about what could happen there because Justin Fields and it would possibility because of the fact that you have now uh, Urban Meyer, you know, mm-hmm. as the head coach of the Jaguars. So, um, you know, former, you know, Ohio state Buckeye coach. So um, yeah, I don't know where that, how that's going to play out. It's going to come down. Like we, it, once the first three quarterbacks come off, we'll that's where it's going to be interesting because like, I, I like Wilson. I like him more than I think all of them. I actually think I like him the most out of the court, all the quarterbacks. And um, so I think he's, he reminds me of Herbert a little bit, just in terms of like kind of a quiet under the, like not like a flashy kind of player, but has the tools. Um, So I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see who, who really goes for one this year. You think Zach Wilson goes number one? No, like I said, it's going to be either Lawrence, it's either Lawrence or it's going to be Fields because of the Urban Meyer connection. But I don't think Fields should go number one. Oh my god! Then Lawrence, Lawrence goes to the Jets at two. (laughs) Stop! Now, if you're the Jets, and then then that happens, you pick up that phone. Yeah, and you're like, "What do you want for Trevor Lawrence?" And whoever gives you the most, trade it. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That's why I really want to pay close attention to this draft because, like, there's teams that need obvious things. Like, uh, from this from this website that I'm looking at, like, you know, they're predicting, I mean, which is a pretty obvious prediction, that the Bengals go out and get an offensive tackle. Clearly, they need some help on that offensive line. Um, I pray, you know, if, if the Eagles could go out and get anybody, they have missed the mark on wide receiver for years now especially with the depleting wide receiver core. You got two guys about to be out the door. Um, you know, wide receiver would look pretty nice. Um, you know, and then, I don't know, some of the predictions that I've seen for some of these teams are pretty pretty funny because it's just like, like where, where are they coming up with some of this stuff? Like, where are they, where are they, how do they think, like, these pieces fit well? Um, it's from, like, stuff that I've seen. It's funny when you look at, like, mock drafts, it depends on how they're doing it because some teams do their mock draft based on just need. And then some do Mm -hmm. it based on just best player available, like kind of thing. So it really kind of depends on like, uh, and you never know what the thinking is. Um, But I actually think what we should all do is do some mock drafts. And then we do like a pre draft show, like a week before, and we all share our mock drafts, you know, like who, who, you know, be kind of fun, kind of cool. We can get, we can get all of us on, you know, do like five or six of us or get us all on and do it and share our mock drafts. And then we, and then we could do a post draft podcast and then see like, Hey, who got what right. And you know, how we thought it played out. So I kind of think we should do that down the road. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is going to be an interesting off season, especially with the cap situation. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be quite the uh, quite the show. The frenzy is going to be interesting because usually in the past it's like crazy frenzy, um, but I think this year it's going to be a little quieter with the free agency frenzy. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, are there any other any other big idea any other big moves or any other big uh, fr- you know free agency things we think are going to happen? I'm going to throw – I'm just going to pose a question here. Yeah, go ahead. 
someone I feel like we forgot about. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we forgot about. But we have, at least in the general media and stuff like that. Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, <laughs> where's he going? I'll, I'll tell you who hasn't. I guarantee about you that. he will not be a cowboy. I'll, I'll tell you the mainstream media, and I, I, I don't know how I forgot about this either because I just drove to and from Iowa, and I, that's all I listen to is usually sports podcasts. And the only thing they rant about is the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott, the whole thing. So I, I, I don't know how we forgot that one because that's such a big media market as it is. Um, I, I, I mean, if I'm, if I'm Dak Prescott, he has like Dallas obviously is a big media conglomerate just off of that. Like football aside, he's making a ton of money just off commercials, right? He wants the big long-term deal with Dallas. Jerry Jones is hesitant to do that. Why? Who, who knows? Um, if I was Dak Prescott, I, I mean, I, I know he probably wants to be a cowboy and all that, but I would probably start looking at somewhere almost like, you know, San Francisco. I really think San Francisco is going to try to go out and make a trade for a quarterback, pick a quarterback up in free agency or something. I honestly think they're kind of getting ready to move past Garoppolo. Maybe Um, I'm like 90, 10 on that one. Like I really think they're going to get rid of him like 90%, but then that 10% is still like, ah, I don't know. I mean, they might keep him, but that doesn't look like that. I'm curious what Nick would think because he's a big 49ers fan, uh, my Nick. Um, so I wonder what he thinks about that. But I, I have heard that idea before as well. Dak Prescott to the 49ers. I actually think that's a really good move if that was the case because I, he's mobile and they kind of need that in that kind of system, like a quarterback who could throw that dynamic in like that he does. So I, I actually think he's a perfect fit with San Francisco and that Kyle Shanahan system. Um I know there's been room. There was ideas of like uh, uh, Deshaun Watson to the mm-hmm. 49ers, but I don't really like don't that. that. Watson's happening. Watson's more of a like you know pocket passer kind of guy, and uh, I mean he scrambles, but it was more out of you know trying to save his own life than it was uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> was out of fear for you know his life than it was uh, like truly you know trying to do it to gain the the point the yardage and stuff. So. Um, yeah, I don't really like him going there, but I actually think the Prescott to 49ers would be an interesting one. I think it could work out. They just need a receiver yeah. probably as well, yeah. like a like a D, like a good receiver out there to kind of balance out the like because you know Debo and 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 Ayuk are sort of these like you know gimmicky guys too. So it's like you want you need somebody who stretches the field a little bit, you know. Um, but, yeah. What do they have? I have, I have a theory. I have yep. a conspiracy theory. Ooh. Now, might take a little for it to come out, but I'm going <laughs> to connect it as best I can. When I see Dak Prescott as a player, his personality and his ego, not to say that he has one, but I'm just trying to look at it from a different perspective. He has never been the face of the team. And if you like, and hear me out, who are you talking about? Hear me out. He's never you just sounded like at, Anthony there. You just sound like a brother there. God, well, <laughs> brothers. Um, he's never truly been the focal point, even because of something else. 
It's not because of him, right? His rookie year, they had the best offensive line. They had Zeke. They had an easy schedule. They played the NFC East. He was always being compared to Carson Wentz. All these things. It wasn't ever just about him. This year, or even, even last year, every it was always about Jerry Jones's press conference after the game, after they lost. This year, it was about how bad the defense was. Good points. One year, the Zeke, Zeke was suspended that year. It was all about him and his stuff going on. This year, O-line got hurt. The team was awful. The defense was awful. And again, no, like, stamp of approval, no vote of confidence from Jerry Jones. Now, there is a team out there basically starting anew. They just had a first-year coach. They had a quarterback who made a comeback who's noncommittal about playing in 2021. They don't have a name. You get Dak. Not only does Dak immediately become the face of the new franchise, mm -hmm. the start of a new era. Mm -hmm. They made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Without They're probably the favorite to win again. You get to play Dallas twice. Two times. You know, there was a <laughs> whole bunch of crazy media drama. I think it's kind of silly sometimes, but like, and I don't know how people find this out, but somebody caught it at the right time. Dak Prescott followed the Washington, or sorry, the Washington football team. I almost said Redskins. Washington football team on Twitter and then unfollowed them. I don't know how, I don't know who found that out or did that research and then, you know, reported it, but I forgot, oh, I forgot about them too. That, because as, as long as Dak Prescott stays with the Cowboys, right? No matter who you are, you're always going to be under the Jerry Jones storm cloud. You yeah. will never be as big as Jerry Jones. You will never be, you will never surpass him because he will not allow that to happen. Um, if he went to somewhere like San Francisco, I could see him being the face of the franchise. Right. But it, it, you know, if you look at Washington and you look at San Francisco, both teams have very good defenses. Um, I would probably almost like him better in Washington because I think they have more pieces on offense with the run game, um, with their passing game. I think they have better weapons all around. They just need one more receiver as well. Yeah, they just need, need like, but they could in free agency get someone, and especially if you get Dak, you could then get people wanting to come to Washington, you know. And then, hell, yeah. if I was Dak and the Cowboys continue to do whatever it is they're doing with his deal, and Washington comes in with a good offer, yeah, you play you play Dallas twice a year, like, and they give you the money that you're looking for. Now it's time to go out and prove the Cowboys wrong twice yeah. a year for however many years. I'll put an offer on the table right now. Alex Smith, second round pick this year, first round pick in 2022 for Dak right now. So trade Alex Smith. Alex and, Smith. Yeah. Second round pick this year. And a one next and year. A, and a one in 2022. To the, to, to the, the Cowboys. Cowboys for Dak. For I don't Dak. know that the Cowboys. The devil himself. But I don't think the Cowboys would want Alex Smith. I mean, they just went through all that stuff with Dak Prescott yeah. breaking his ankle. I don't think they want the deal. That's the problem with Alex Smith is he's 
he's what, just going to so, stay in Washington. He's probably going to do another year and see how that plays out and then decide probably to hang it up. But So to that point, if you're Dallas, you know – what that, that was the thing the whole time. They weren't sure if they wanted to commit to someone long term. They right. know they're not going to have to commit to Alex Smith long term. Mm. And he's still popular enough to put butts in the seats. Yeah. And Dallas fans love their stories. That's all the fuck they're about. <laughs> oh my God, it's Alex Smith. We love him. And I, I love Alex Smith too. He's, he's you know, but I, man, if you're Dak, you should be licking your chops if Washington hits you up. And you got Scary Terry. You yeah. got Antonio Gibson. You got that man. defense. You got that defense, man. Ooh, you can draft a receiver first round this year. Yeah. You can get that Minnesota guy, Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're and, saying- and you have the head coach in Washington, too. Versus Mike McCarthy down there in Dallas. And you actually have unquestioned leader. Yeah. 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 I, 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 the more we talk about it, I, yeah, I agree. I think Washington would be awesome. I, honestly, the Washington or the 49ers, either way, I yeah. can see him. I see him in those uniforms, like in the, the red, like the maroon. Some sort of red. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, can I don't see him. See him yeah. I don't see him leaving the NFC. I see him staying somewhere within the NFC, whether it's, I, I feel like in my mind, those two teams are definitely the top. If you go from a non-football side of it, you look at media market, California, San Francisco, huge. Yeah. Here's uh, a wild card though. Washington's still pretty, pretty big yeah. too. Cause you know, it's DC. So that's still huge. So yeah. Wild card Denver. Uh, I heard was in the Matthew Stafford discussion with trades. So Denver is looking to upgrade mm-hmm. clearly at quarterback. So that might be interesting when it comes to uh, both Prescott and uh, Watson. I'll throw one more at you. Oh, no. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah uh, he's another but one. I feel like the Drew Locks, but the thing is, like, okay, they have Drew Locke. So, like, Sam Darnold. I'm just thinking Denver's side, like they wouldn't make a trade there because it'd be like swapping. You wouldn't even be making much, you know, improvement. But yeah, Sam Darnold could be interesting because he could function decently at, in Washington or, or yeah. and and in you know in uh, San Francisco or you know a couple of these places that could use you know. Um, so that is you know an interesting one. But it all that all hinges, and I think we all agree hinges on what they do at the number two pick in the draft because if they get a quarterback, then they're gonna ship you know, Darnold, but if they you think don't... Darnold's traded before the draft or after or the night of, mm. I think it would be before if they've made up their mind on what they're going to do. Like, but the thing is they have to truly believe in two quarterbacks because it depends on who's taken at one. And then they have to decide, well, if, if this guy's taken at one, we have to love the other guy or else we're, we're not do. drafting him. To be honest with you. Yeah, and, and that might be the case. So uh, we'll have to see. But yeah. it's going to be, it's definitely going to be an interesting first few picks of the draft to see where this goes. Cause they're, you know, you know, I've heard, you know, what team I've heard is a wild card for drafting a quarterback high? Uh, Atlanta, the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. I mean, they got the that. number four pick. Yeah. So I, so I see Fields going there. So, and, and, and I mean, and yeah. Ryan is a good, I think that Ryan would beat, beat out a rookie even in their first year and stay the starter uh to like you if like if you're a coach coming in 
Did they? Who's the new? Who's head coach of the Falcons? Eight. Oh, I, I got Google. But yeah, uh, I was gonna say I'd have to. I'd have to look that up. I think that I their remember. smartest move would be to like Ryan's a captain. Like let him start another year and let truly make the guy sit the whoever you draft behind him. It's Arthur Smith. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, the OC yeah, from Arthur the Titans, Smith. right? I think he's the OC from the Titans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's right. who it was. So um, yeah. I honestly, that tells me right away what kind of offense they're going to be more of a down the field offense, um, you know, because the way they ran that ball with, you know, it was a play action passes and stuff like that. So they're, they're going to think they take Jamar chase at four then if he's there, they got, if, well, it depends on what they and do with move, Julio. Uh, move Julio. If they move Julio, then maybe, um, but they have, I mean, they have Ridley. Who's a good, like, he's probably more of a good two. So you re- like a really good two. I mean, he could be a one, but he, he's like he's, a one B. Yeah, he's like a one B. Yeah, but yeah. if you could get like a one A, then then yeah. I mean, but it's they they're often their issue is really their defense needs a lot of work. Atlanta, so I they have a yeah. lot of holes, but um, so I think that the for them the best interest would actually be keep Ryan for a year, don't draft a QB, just fill holes, and then next year draft a QB. You know, yeah. like I think that that would be their best plan, but. Um, or draft a quarterback like late fourth round yeah like later round or yeah. something yeah but um yeah. yeah i don't know this is gonna be like we said it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out yeah. so um all right any other any other big points you want to make before we kind of wrap this up all right <laughs> yeah I, I can't i can't really think of anything else I, I, i'm pretty sure i left like most stuff on the table especially yeah. with, with the whole eagles situation because that's yeah. yeah that was I like agree. uh that was like teaching d- doing my remote learning when i say all right anybody have any questions or I ask or i ask oh, a question actually here one, answers, one final i get no one final point actually sorry one final point yeah send howie roseman out the door with Doug Peterson going good full circle. The man has been with the organization for 21 years now, mm. GM for 10 or 11 of those years. He's done some good things, done some pretty bad things. Yep. Chip Kelly, get him out the door. If you want to get rid of Doug Peterson, which I still don't really agree with that one, get Howie Roseman out the door. That's yeah. my final, final piece. I'll tell you what, if, If the Eagles get the first pick, which I'm kind of hoping we do, um, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. And I really don't like the fact that we – I mean, Nick Sirianni, I guess, cool, whatever. Oh, Howie Roseman, he's got full control of the team. You're the head coach, man. Come on. Like show some balls or something. Give us a reason mm-hmm. to make us want Roseman. Right. Because if you give him that control and stuff, he's not going to go anywhere. And we're going to be right where we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. All right. Well, listen, this is going to be interesting. You know, uh, I think March is when free agency starts. So we'll start St. seeing Patrick's Day, right? Oh, is it St. Mm-hmm. Patty's Day? Nice. So I think that, like we said, I think as we get closer to the draft, we'll do like a pre-draft and also reflect on like free agency and stuff and see what some of these mm-hmm. things, how they play out. So we'll see uh, if we, if we uh, have been playing matchmaker or not. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to, I think we're going to wrap up on that. Thank you guys for, uh, for joining me and for discussing and sharing your uh, feelings here about the Eagles. <laughs> uh, and no you know. doubt. 
All right. All right. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you to our listeners. Everyone have a good rest of your day.